0: And welcome to the Inside Out Group podcast, where we talk about organizational leadership, systems, marketing, and more for your church or organization. Our goal is to help you redefine your culture from the inside out. Today, we want to talk about the importance of the Christmas experience. Today, you have your hosts, Nathan Westfall and Michael Moore. Michael, how's it going? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas in
1: uh, October? Yeah. So, hey, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, What's your favorite Christmas, Carol? Or song?
0: Um I can't think of any right now, so I'm just gonna say Jingle in the Jungle from Bob's Burgers.
1: <laughs> Does that count? Hey, it has jingle in it, so I'm assuming yeah. I'm assuming so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what's awesome. yours. Uh I think it's Carol of the Bells until we had That's Judah. Fair. And then Judah's like, uh church bells? That's what he calls it. And so like it's like July, and he's like, Dad, let's listen to church bells. And I'm like, No, it's stinking July. Too soon. Uh, yeah, too soon. Uh, I'm very so,
0: much I'm very much solid on Christmas doesn't start until the day after Thanksgiving. Any oh, sooner and it's not
1: possible. I'm a hundred I'm a hundred percent with you. And if you love Christmas and you're listening to this and you're already listening to Christmas music, I rebuke you in the name of Michael Moore, in the (laughs) name of Jesus.
0: (laughs) All right. So here we are, end of October, and we're talking about Christmas. Why are we talking about it? Why not? No, Um, uh, because, and this is specific
1: to uh, church leaders here, Um, man, Christmas is a big stinking deal uh, not only in America, but in the world. It's an opportunity for people to pause, whether they're a believer or they're not a believer, and to really be able to uh, focus on the, the true meaning of Christmas or at least hear the true meaning of Christmas. And, and for, for churches that are trying to reach non-believers and non-Christians, D-church, it's an opportunity that people are actually open to hearing the Christmas story or hearing the gospel of Jesus than any other time in the year, even more so than Easter. Um, especially in in the Northeast, in our context. And so it's a big, big, big deal. Uh, and it's a huge opportunity for you to spread some Christmas cheer like Buddy the Elf and to um, <laughs> uh, share the story of, of Jesus and the birth and, and what his whole birth was all about and the, the purpose of his life behind it. And so uh, it's a huge opportunity. Why are we talking about Christmas? Seriously, why not?
0: Yeah, no, that's good. So, what does a Christmas experience? Since we're going to kind of be focusing on the Christmas experience part, what does that look like at City Church?
1: Well, first and foremost, if you are a church pastor and you have not been thinking about Christmas, uh, you are about three months behind right now. Um, and and so, uh, Christmas experience, we we uh, we've we've done it both ways, where we've gone all out for Christmas and we've kept it extremely simple. But with Christmas experiences or services, gatherings, whatever it may be in your context, we are extremely intentional about everything that is going to take place in the order of, of experience or order of, or order of service. We're going to say experience from here on out. Um, so we're extremely intentional about uh, what is taking place and what people are feeling and what the emotions they're going through and ultimately connecting them uh, to the gospel of Jesus Christ. You know, the, the, the cross, the, his death, burial, and resurrection – and how he came to give us all new life. And that is ultimately the purpose of Christmas. You have this baby who was born into this world, uh, ultimately to die for the sins of the world. And so for for us at Christmas, uh, we always try to add a very creative element to tell the Christmas story or to get people engaged into the Christmas story and into the message that will be presented that night. And so we've done, uh, and I, I think you were here for this. Whenever we did the whole robot techno dance with like dubstep and and strobe lights and stuff, were you here for that? Uh, maybe. Back it was back at Jillian's. It was our second Christmas. I Probably think you were then, yeah, for yeah. second Christmas, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, we've we've done um, we've done engaging dances slash dubstep slash lighting DJs. I don't know. It was it was ridiculous, but it was it was cool. Uh, we've we've done. Uh, drum features. We have done um, pretty much everything but choirs. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, for Christmas, uh, kids programs, videos, uh, you name it. To try to get as many people engaged into what is taking place, uh, and ultimately, is if you think of a think of a movie. Um, a movie you're, you're trying to tell a plot through the entire movie to get to the climax and the conclusion of it And that's kind of how we build our Christmas experience as we are trying to tell a plot from the beginning to the end And the end is always pointing people to the cross of Jesus Christ for salvation and the redemption of their sins And so it is a one uh, hour and 15 minute uh, Movie that we are doing on stage to be able to point people to Jesus
0: Yeah, that's good so, I mean, obviously with all this stuff, you know, there's a lot of planning. How much, you know, actual planning goes into Christmas experience and what does that look like from a staff level, a volunteer level? Um, can you give us a little bit of a timeline and like effort level for everyone?
1: Yeah. So uh, from a staffing purpose, we, we again, we lay everything out for us at a yearly meeting um, that, that for us takes place in November. And so we, we knew last November, an idea of where we were headed, uh, or at least the topics that we kind of wanted to address leading up to Christmas. And then really around the six month mark, uh, we start thinking intentionally about Christmas as far as, uh, how many experiences do we want to have? Uh, what ways are we going to market? What creative elements are we going to add into it? And, and now that we're, we're roughly 60 days away from, from Christmas, um, We are at the point where it's like now it's a go time to start executing different ideas and finalizing ideas and building the creative elements and stuff like that. And so um, so as far as as far as the, the, the timeline looks, is it really is something that when we build our yearly calendar, we end on Christmas and Christmas is the conclusion of a year, but also the intro to another year and. Um, so that's one aspect of it. Uh, the other aspect of it, as far as like staff and volunteers, uh, staff is, is thinking, what can we do to be able to connect people to get them back in January to actually build a relationship with them? What, uh, can we put in their hand? What, um, uh, can we get their, this may sound so cheesy. Can we get their connect cards? Can we get their stuff like that? Uh, on the creative aspect of thing, of things you're starting to think about videos, um, what you want people to fill what songs um are we going to do and and anyone who's a musician can tell you uh christmas carols are not the easiest songs to do uh they're usually in weird times and worship teams if you give them two practices for a christmas experience it's just gonna not be good bottom line and we've been there where it's not been good Um, and so we're, we're going to start thinking of songs and really building the experience itself with kind of the skeleton that we've laid out of, this is the end goal. This is where we're heading and this is how we want things to feel. And, um, and then as you get closer to it, it involves more rehearsals, uh, usually the night before, or in this case for this year, it'll be the Thursday before because we're doing, um, Sunday and Monday, which we'll get into in a few minutes. Uh, We're going to do a full-blown dress rehearsal, uh, start to finish, of all the songs, uh, the main points in the message, the transitions with our MCs, how we're going to uh, flow, the production, all that stuff. And so we really treat Christmas like a big event, and the reason being is because we have people who are coming to our church that have never been to our church, and we want to be able to put our best foot forward. On the flip side, though, we don't want to be so out there that when they come back, two weeks later to a Sunday that it's a completely different church. And so yeah. we try to keep um, an original element in there as well with the creative element. It does does that make sense? I hope I'm clarifying yeah, that.
0: Yeah, it does. It's not as so big of a different event like uh Mac Brock event that we just had where Correct. it's uh, so far out of the way that it's not like a Sunday. But uh, I mean, because it is technically like a, a Sunday experience. So it's just a way to get people in the door. Yes, you can go above and beyond, but don't take a left turn.
1: Essentially. yeah yeah totally and and with that I mean and here's here's some small things that we've done you know one year we had all of our ushers wearing Santa hats um, one year everybody that came in got got candy canes uh, one year we did a, a, a Christmas video which I thought was absolutely hilarious with the kids them telling the story of I that was, was the story that was great that was one of the that was absolutely hilarious um, uh, you know, and so different different things like that to be able to engage the congregation and to where it's heartfelt. And and here's here's what I'll say um, before we move forward. Uh, no one in the world can do Christmas the way that a church can do Christmas. Bottom line, because no one has a reason to experience Christmas the way that a born again a Christian who has experienced the redemptive power of the cross and to celebrate Christmas the way that a Christian can, the way that the church can. And so this is truly an opportunity for us to be able to express the appreciation that we have for Jesus and to create that, uh, and I hate to say this, but I don't know another word, a a Disney term, that magical factor that people will experience. And that is why so many people will go to church on Christmas, Christmas Eve, whatever it may be, uh, to experience Christmas. is because no one can do it
0: like a church. Yeah. So, um, that's good. What are, what are the key results that you're looking for with a, with a Christmas experience? Uh, what do you want people to feel? What actions do you want them to take away after, after they leave the experience? All right. So, uh, there's, there's multiple things.
1: And obviously the first one is we want people to meet Jesus. I think that that's, uh, pretty much said, uh, and, and should be the point of every, gathering or every experience that you have at your church Uh, the other thing is we want to get a point of contact with people and as silly as this may sound to some people uh, we want as many people that are guests to fill out a connect card or a guest card whatever you call it to be able to get their information to be able to connect with them uh, in in our case, we don't have church the next Sunday, so it's two weeks later before we have another church experience. And so we want to be able to connect with people um, to let them know about what's going on, to send them a thank you card. So first, first outside of salvation, the first result that we look for is how many Connect cards are we going to get? Um, second, we look for is how many people are going to come back the following uh, or the next experience that we have, the next Sunday gathering that we have. Um, and, and so the, those are kind of the two big things that we want on a Christmas experience. Uh, what do we want people to feel? Uh, we want people to feel every emotion possible during an experience from sadness to grief to joy and laughter. We want them crying at some point and then laughing at another point. And so we have used Creative Elements. This one year we opened up with O Come, O Come, Emmanuel. It was very dark. It was very sombering. And we showed pictures of the war going on in Iraq and Afghanistan during that time um, while we're crying out or the, the person singing out O Come, O Come, Emmanuel um rejoice rejoice and so you're creating this mixed emotion of you love this song it's such a heartfelt song but at the same time you're seeing pictures of destruction and war and you're seeing the depravity of mankind while you're singing about a savior who came to this world and yeah. so we really want people to be able to feel multiple emotions Uh, when they walk in and, and so we go through everything as far as what's the music that we're going to play. Um, what type of countdown are we going to have that is going to bring it to the starting? Sometimes we've, we've opened up on a high note. That's funny. Other times we've opened up very somber and, and heartfelt. Um, And then during the experience, when are we going to bring it up? When are we going to make people laugh? When are we going to make people relax? When are we going to engage people and pull them in and then land the plane at the same time? And so all of these things go into really storyboarding the experience and what we're looking for. But then it's crucial. You can have a great experience, but if you do not have next steps for people, um, you're just doing a great experience and you're not going to see a return. Um, And so it comes down to, at, at the end of the experience we want to be able to say uh, we had a hundred people here and we got 12 connect cards that's a win you know 12% of the people yeah. in here because uh, not all of them are gonna be guests but 12% fill out a filled out a connect card and we can now follow up with these people uh, to be able to reach out to them in January whenever we get into the nitty-gritty of, of the church calendar
0: yeah um, so this might sound silly but I mean you take a Christmas offering even though you have a less a lot of guests. Is that something that you do? Uh, we've done it both ways. And so, um, and here's, here's where I land.
1: Uh, we have not taken a Christmas offering and uh, just kind of left it as is. Like, here's our gift to you. But I, the more and more I get into giving and the power of giving, I realize that if we don't give people an opportunity to give, uh, ultimately we are stealing them from an opportunity for God to bless them. And so now uh, we will always have giving as part of our experience. I don't want to say always unless God changes my mind. Right. Uh, But we have giving as part of our experience. And usually we tie it to something that we're doing in the city or a ministry that we've been able to support or a percentage of this offering is going to be going to XYZ. So one year, a percentage of the offering went to Love 146 to help end human trafficking. Uh, i think we gave 20 or 30 percent of the offering that came in that year uh towards them and so uh, we we want people to know that it isn't just going to keep the lights on but that when you give you are giving with purpose and and meaning and and here's here's another thing um we don't know who's going to walk through the doors and this hear me out this is not about just getting money okay we don't know who's going to walk through those doors but let's say we have someone who is moved by the experience. And they feel compelled to give, and they feel compelled to bless the church. We don't want to miss that opportunity, um, and so we want to be able to give them. We want to give them an opportunity to be able to give back to God, uh, and and ultimately to be able to advance the kingdom of God. And so that's yeah. kind of where I land. This this again, does that make sense? I know that this is a little yeah. It's a touchy. It's a very touchy issue. You know,
0: it is. It is. But I think I think that's a good answer. I mean, you don't want to. As you said, you don't want to rob people that are there. But I think even on on Christmas, uh, the off when we do uh, do offering, it's not as I don't want Sunday experience isn't pushy when it comes to offering, right? But it's not as as I don't think we take as much time on Christmas, right? So we give Correct. people the option, but it's not as as. Uh, you don't know trying to say it's not as as yeah, much of a Like uh,
1: please if if you're a guest with us and you exactly. don't want to give there is yes. zero pressure. Yeah, you're very upfront and, with it. Very yeah, upfront and, with it. Yeah.
0: And so and and
1: we we on a Sunday will leave probably 4 or 5 minutes for offering for a Christmas experience. We'll leave a minute or 2 minutes kind of exactly. that's exactly what the I'm point trying to get at. and go yeah. straight into another element of it. Yeah, straight and to it. So to the yes. Point. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. No, that's good. Um so when it comes time for it, which I know it's probably coming up, how how do you plan the Christmas experience? Yeah, so this year I think is going to be a little bit different. And I'll get into that in just a second.
1: But in the past, we usually have gathered around um, six to eight people and just start tossing out ideas. Uh, everything from from what some songs that we want to do, what are some creative elements that we want to do, let's start storyboarding. And so uh, in in all aspects, including this year, it's going to be uh, a very collaborative effort from multiple people. And the and reason being is someone can have a great idea, but if you share it with three or four people, then they could have an even better idea that just builds off of that idea. Uh, Another thing is we're going to go back to it multiple times and hash it out from front to end um, or beginning to end Uh, because every time you look at it, you know, let's say you've been looking at it for four hours in a meeting or three hours in a meeting. You take a break. A week later, you come back at it. You're going to have a fresh perspective because you're going to have more caffeine in you. You're going to be rested up. Um, Notice, I said you're gonna have more caffeine in it first because that's crucial at our Amen. meetings. And yep. you know, praise yep. you, Jesus. You know, um, but but you're you, you know you want you want different uh, approaches. And so I would say up until probably a week to a week and a half out, um, the experience will probably change just because ideas will be building on top of each other. Uh, what we're doing, we're, what we're doing, that's going to be a little bit different this year is we have, we have a more defined roadmap of where we're wanting to head. Um, and I think that we're gonna probably break it off more so into subgroups, uh, into where it's like, hey, can you take care of this element? Can you take care of this element? Can you take care of this part of it? And then you build a team, you get your collaborative ideas, and then let's come together and um, let's build off of that. And so that's really the approach that we're gonna take this year. Reason being is staffing has changed. Uh, hours have changed. People have got kids and stuff. And so it's much more difficult to get people into a room for three or four hours. Um, and so we just want to give them, this is what we're looking for. This is the theme. Uh, you go do it in, with three or four people and then come back and let's meet for 45 minutes instead of having an, uh, a four-hour meeting planning it. Does Does that, um, hopefully that kind of clarifies that. So it's a little bit more yeah. remote this year than us sitting in a boardroom. Uh, talking about it
0: yeah no that's good i'm i'm kind of curious to see how you'll uh how it'll work creatively outside that right because you always have that issue with doing stuff remote uh creatively right meetings are one thing but creatively uh you know it's always been argued that it's better to have a bunch of people in a room um even with us having you know 4700 employees you know it's not as good unless you're actually in the building right yeah and and i think i think um
1: we're more so we're more so putting one particular person over the creative design right, of the experience yeah, and right. then we want them to go and get three or four people on their team to be able to come up with some some options and some elements and here's what we're thinking and then come back and approach with a core group of three or four people yeah gotcha. so yeah. Um, that's that's kind of how we're, we're doing it so it's a little bit of both I guess yeah um, that's good yeah, yeah yeah, and that's you know it's un, 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 fortunate but unfortunate it's a different different learning pattern for us but that's kind of where we are organizational it's just a lot of remote stuff right now which um, will probably change one day you know
0: yeah for sure um, so what do you expect from the volunteers so uh
1: it's a lot and I, I don't know how else to say it I mean you got a lot going on do you have kids programs that are going on you got to make sure check-ins are covered. You got to have, uh, you, you know, your host team and your best host team members available. Your best musicians got to put their, their their foot forward, the best foot forward. And so it really is a lot of people um, leading up probably about a week, oh, two weeks to a week and a half out of spending a lot of time putting the final touches on videos, putting the final touches on songs and transitions, and, and even our MCs, This is what we wanna make sure we communicate. Is it being communicated in a clear and effective way? Uh, and so it really is is probably, to be honest with you, it's probably collectively hundreds of man hours that will go into a Christmas experience. That being said, um, what we do, and I know a lot of churches don't do this, I think more are coming to this, the following week everybody's off we don't have church the next sunday our staff doesn't get back until the second or the third of the year and um and literally we shut the church down um for a, a solid week sometimes a week and a half just depending on how the calendar falls i think this year it'll be about a week and a half that way yeah. everyone can go like hey christmas eve is done boom you're gone um and and go spend time with your family, go skiing, go hiking, go to the beach, go do whatever you want to go do, uh, and enjoy yourselves and don't think about church. And I know for me, at the end of the year, it's it's something that I look forward to just because of the amount of work that goes into it. And I know our team looks forward to it as well to just get that like uh, reset button that you hit. And you just kind of get to um, step away from it for a little bit, celebrate what God has done, but step away and just refresh yourself with your friends and family. Uh, and yeah. so. It is a lot of work, um, but we are very intentional to shut the church down, which we have done that from day one. We have never had church the Sunday after Christmas, and we never will have church the Sunday after Christmas. Um, it's Family's too important. Yeah. So,
0: no, that's, that's good. Good thing to keep. Um, so, you know, what does Christmas at City Church look like this year? I know it's not fully planned, but what, what does it kind of look like for this year?
1: yeah so from a practical aspect of it um again we have this yearly planning meeting and so our theme this year has been abide in the vine and as it's kind of progressed we've constantly been coming back to the book of john and um and right now we're we're kind of shifting from one year, uh, you know, closing out 2018 to opening up 2019 and I'm not going to reveal the theme just yet for 2019. Um, I'm going to wait till we do it to the church before I put it on a podcast, but, um, coming off of it, we're going into a series called wild blue yonder and, and it really is about expansion and growth and, um, uh, putting, um, our best gifts towards God. Um, but it's, it's, it's really, it's really kind of off of this idea God created the cosmos, and for us here on this earth, um, this is the God that we serve. And so let's step into the bigger things that he has for us, The, no pun intended, the greater things that he has for us, yeah. right? Yeah, Um, And so coming off of Wild Blue Yonder, uh, it literally it goes right up until the Sunday before Christmas, which is where we cancel church to go serve our community. And then our Christmas theme this year is very, very simple, but I believe there's a lot of creative elements that are going to be able to add to it just with with space and creation and all that stuff. So our theme for Christmas this year is just wonder. That's it. W-o-n-d-e-r. That's it. Um, yeah. And we're, we're really wanting to catch the essence of a person, Christian or non-Christian, to be thinking about. Uh, creation, the galaxies, the stars, and how all of this—you uh, know—as it talks about in Colossians one—is created um, by Jesus and through Jesus for Jesus. Um, and so the wander is is the the essence of wandering. Your mind wandering can be found in Jesus, but it's so vast and so big. And so that's yeah. that's really what it looks like from from a planning perspective. Uh, from a very practical perspective, um, we're doing. I think across both campuses we're doing five experiences. So Sunday this year is uh the twenty third, so we're gonna do our normal experience times, which is ten AM in Rensselaer and ten and twelve in uh Albany. And then both campuses are just gonna do one Christmas Eve experience, which is different from the past. And I'll explain that in a minute. Just one Christmas Eve experience, um around five PM um for everyone. And we're just gonna try to pack that last experience out and kind of simplify it a little bit more. Um excuse me, simplify it a little bit more. uh, That way people can not stress out on Christmas Eve. And so, you know, in the past, we've done as many as four experiences on Christmas Eve. And at the end of the day, you're just dead. And so um, with it, we have a benefit with it being Sunday and Monday that we don't have to kill ourselves on Christmas Eve and we can do church as normal. Um, but do our Christmas experience that Sunday and kind of just play off of off of it. So yeah, f- f- yeah. very, very practical. And so that's what it looks like for us. As far as marketing, uh, we'll talk about it in another uh, episode, but we're going to focus all marketing through social media this year. Um, we may do some door hangers, but I I doubt it at this point. Um, it's mainly just going to be uh, word of mouth and social media to get the word out there. And so yeah. Um, kind of a different approach towards everything this year, but I'm, I'm excited because I, I think that it'll, I really do believe this will be our biggest Christmas yet.
0: No, that's good. Um, quick question. Do you expect to, I know you have the benefit of Sunday with the experiences being back to back with Christmas Eve this year. Um, are you going to have the Sunday experiences be the same as the Christmas Eve experiences, or are you just going to try to have the same kind of topic to have them flow into one another?
1: Yeah. So uh, we're going to keep 80, 80- Five percent of it, the the same. And so, what we've been talking about is, um, and you know, our Albany location, we have a lot of light coming in, and so you can't really do a candlelight experience, um, right, with all that light. So, so for instance, uh, it's going to be the same message. It's going to be the same creative elements um, from Sunday to Monday. the 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 two big differences is we're probably going to cut a song, maybe two songs on Christmas Eve. And we're going to do a, uh, you know, silent night, holy night candlelight, like we, you know, very yeah. traditional on yep. Christmas Eve. And so that's, that's kind of the, it's just a few minor tweaks, but 80% of it is going to be exactly the same. And I know some churches nice. who do it completely different from Sunday to Monday, uh, and other churches do it exactly the same. Uh, but it's kind of pointless to do a candlelight, um, thing on Sunday, <laughs> Sunday morning, whenever the sun At is 10 o'clock shining. in the morning. It, yeah, yeah. It's shining yeah. right in and, you know. Uh, we have a hard enough time using the stage lights so yeah exactly. uh, until we can fix that and we won't be fixing that at least this year so
0: yeah no that's good um anything else you want to have about the uh, christmas experience and the importance of it yeah i would just say
1: that there's a lot of resources out there um tony morgan uh, has got a lot of resources as far as connecting guests to uh returning in january uh for that i would say that should be your number one goal Uh, For a Christmas experience is is not getting uh, Someone saved and set free and delivered that one Sunday, but but getting them to come back again And so I would say do that another thing is like creation swap and YouTube and uh, Vimeo and all those all those you know You can find so many creative elements that if you don't have the resources or the people or the funding to be able to build a video or do something creative, you can just literally download something online and plug it into your experience, which we have done before uh, to build on your, your theme. And then the last thing I'll say is once you have your theme, so our theme is wonder this year, try to keep everything around that central theme. You're wanting to give one big bullet point uh, for people to walk away with. And uh, so uh, that's, that's what I would say. So in, in the past we, um, trying to think i'm kind of drawing a blank right now sorry but we we've done like christmas in the city and we kept everything around that theme or we have done um i can't even remember now so i'm drawing a blank um yeah. but we've done those things and we've kind of kept it as just try to keep it around a single theme
0: yeah no that's good that's good um we want to thank everyone for listening this week on the inside out group uh if you have any questions you can email us podcast at inside Or you can find Michael on social media uh, at Mike Moore ALB or therealmikemoore.com. And we'll see you all next week.